Acts 6 and 2. Acts 6 and 2. Let me find my place here. They got it up on there. Then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them and said, It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. We're going to title this this morning, Do Not Leave the Word of God. Table serving is important. It's vitally important. But there's something important too. Do not leave the Word of God. Carry it with you everywhere you go. The Word of God. It is not reasonable, he said, that we should leave the Word of God and serve tables. So they appointed people to serve the tables. Second Corinthians 3 and 7 said, If the ministry that brought death written engraved on stones was glorious. Then verse 8, How will the ministry of the Spirit not be more glorious? If the apostles, I mean the prophets of old, Brother Michael Taylor, I'm glad you're here this morning because I may want to use you in a minute. If that was glorious, the cloud followed by the day and the fire by night, which is a type of the Holy Ghost. Can you imagine drinking water out of a rock, Christ Jesus, every day? Manna falling from heaven every day, taking care of all your needs, and he sent the word with them and healed them all. Forty years, three million people, not one sick among them. He said, if that was done away with, how much more so are you living in a glorious day today, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ? Jesus himself said the prophets of old would love to be where you are today, where I am today. They longed to be here. The Bible said they saw it and they embraced it, the glory days. Do not leave the word of God out of your life. Do not leave the word of God out of your life. Everywhere you go, the word of God ought to be in our lives blessing us. Well, I'm going to slow down a little bit. I visited someone this week. I only had a few months to live. Sat and talked to him for a while. I said, well, i got to go. I've got some other things to do. And I've had this happen twice just recently. Don't leave until you lay your hands on me and pray for me. I'm going to come to that again in a minute, church. We're living in a world that's hungry for the things of God. I've seen people, and I've been around people that thought, and I preach... A man's funeral, he was six foot five, 330 pounds. He said, look at me now. He said, I used to think I was bulletproof, but look at me now. I tell you, I've known him through the years, but a man changes his attitude when he's facing death. When death is facing you and I, the ones I've seen through the year will change their attitude about things. They will start looking for something different in their life. But I want to say this morning, God is coming after a church that's alive. He's coming after a church that's been resurrected from the dead. Amen? I don't know about you, but I was dead in the trespasses of sin, but when Jesus came and found me. Amen? I was not looking for God. And I want to share with you this morning, if you're here this morning, there's a lot of people in this world not looking for God, but I tell you there's one looking for them. There's one that's not slumbering or sleeping. He's looking for them. He's going to raise them up. Amen? I visited Jim Young yesterday. He'd been down in another state for a while, and 
It took two people to pick him up out of the bed and put him in a wheelchair. He did not know one thing about who I was. That's not God's plan for a person to get like that. Can I really be honest with you this morning and open? It's not God's plan for you to be feeble and things like that. His blood has set you free from the powers of the darkness of hell. It's cleansed you of all your sins and his stripes has healed your body. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. The blessings of the Lord. And it goes on to say some more. I won't read all of that. Second Corinthians 3 and 7. If the ministry that brought death and all those things is done away with, how much more so is the ministry of Jesus Christ as more glorious? If that was glorious and it had its time, this is so much more glorious. If the angels could, they'd love to taste of what we got today. You take some of the greatest apostles, the prophets in the Bible, was Isaiah, Ezekiel, Jeremiah, and Daniel. And then we have the minor prophets because they wrote so little. But every one of them would have loved to be in here today, Peggy. And I'm not talking about today in this church. I'm talking about the day of the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. They would love to be sitting where we're sitting today and taste of the powers of the world to come. Because what they had passed away, but what we got not going to pass away. We ought to be just excited about God today as with the day we found God. I believe we ought to be more excited for the wonderful things of God. I feel like singing, we are blessed. Come on now, we are blessed. That ought to be on our lips all the time. We are blessed. I want to say, but Debbie Henson, we're so glad to see you. Amen. For the last three Sundays, I believe it is, she's been here. Amen. It's God's will for us to be able to be delivered from the things that has us bound. The wonderful things of God. We are to, I tell you, church, some of you can't get on your feet, but you ought to have your mouth open this morning. I don't know where you did or not, but your mouth ought to be open to praising that God has delivered you from the powers of the darkness of hell and set you in this race and let you see and look over into heaven. Amen. Wonderful things of God is happening. I want us to get past, say, well, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Get past that. It is happening. John 5, 44 said, seek the glory that comes from God only. That's the only one we ought to seek is seek the glory that comes from God only. The glory of the Lord. Then we find some other scriptures in there. You find this in Luke 9, 28 to 36. God's glory was manifested where they could see it. We need to see the manifestation of the power of God. We need to see a miracle, signs, and wonders. If Jesus had to have signed miracles and wonders, the early church had to have signed miracles and wonders, how much more so that we today should have signs, miracles, and wonders working in our services and in our lives. Hallelujah. We're blessed beyond we can imagine. We're so blessed. The early church, let me read this here to you, found in Acts 4, 29 and 31. The early church, grant unto thy servants that they with all boldness may speak thy word. How many know that we need boldness to speak the word of God? We need to pray for boldness, to be bold, amen? Is that right, Brother James, what you tell me this morning? We need to be bold about the thing, not be arrogant. Not be stuck up, but be bold about what God has given us. Hallelujah. We are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. Hallelujah. I don't want you to feel like I'm anything, but 
I went somewhere the other day to get Peg and I a little something to eat, and this lady said, I want to say something to you. I said, okay, I've never seen her before in my life. She said, I've been seeing you for years. Said, I told my husband the other day, said, there goes one man. And every time I see him, said, he's all dressed up. And said, I see you this morning all dressed up. Listen, I'm not talking about your clothes you got on. You need to be dressed up in the presence of God and the living power of God. They need to see something in us more than just a human being that's got two legs, two arms, and walking around. They need to see something that affects their life. The God wants that to be in our lives so powerful and so mightily in this life. And I know we got problems. Our families have got problems, but we need to get past those problems and say glory to God. We need to clap our hands and make a joyful noise unto the Lord of the things of God and what God has done for us and what God's going to do for us today and what God's going to do for us tomorrow. Then it goes on to say, by strengthening thy hand to heal signs, miracles, and wonders be done by the holy name of Jesus Christ. They prayed for that. Could you pray for that this morning? Could you pray to be bold? And by your own hand, see signs, miracles, and wonders happen in the kingdom of God. This should happen until Jesus comes back. Amen? Hallelujah. Early church, the New Testament didn't have a Bible. They had the Old Testament. They didn't have the New Testament. It didn't come along to about 60 to 90 years later till God began to speak to them. You don't need your Bible for God to speak to you. You need the presence of God in your life. You need the love of God in your life. I don't care what you are and where you are. God wants to speak to your life. Let me go a little bit further. He's speaking to your life. Amen. Come on. You ought to shout hallelujah. God wants to speak to your life. He's speaking in everybody's life. Amen. Hallelujah. The good things of God. He's speaking. Glory to God. Jesus was talking to Martha and Mary. And Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus. And Martha, just, she was just cumbered about, you know, just cumbered about. I don't know what that means, just cumbered about. But I think it means just running about and frustrated and aggravated and don't know what to do. And, and he said, Martha, 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 Mary has chosen the best thing. That's sitting at my feet and hearing the Word of God. You know, the best thing you can do is hear the Word of God. If we're not careful while we're in the church service and Sunday school clues, we are Martha, Martha, Martha. We're running here. We're running there. And first thing you know, the Word's been taught, and we hadn't got one thing from it. And God says the Word of God has to be in our lives. It must be in our lives. It must be alive in our lives, abundant in our lives. Praise God, the good things of God. We visit Dalton and Star Johnson I guess it was Saturday or Friday. The little baby's born. He was born Wednesday night while we was here at church. I think Peggy and I done got here about 5 o'clock. And, and there they both was in that room, that little baby. And, you know, and, and Peggy said, well, well, I guess we're going to have to go. And Dalton spoke up and said, don't leave until you pray. How many glad this kind of children coming up in this church? Don't leave until you pray. Don't leave till you pray for us. Come on, church. We ought to have a voice that cry out like that young couple's voice. Don't you leave until you pray. Amen. Listen, pray the word of God. Don't pray yourself. Pray the word of God. God will put words in our mouths when we open our mouths. The word of God is nigh in our mouths. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Then it goes on to say, the holy child, Christ Jesus, when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. 
How many will pray with me that this place will start shaking under the power of the Holy Ghost? I mean, literally start shaking. Amen. Hallelujah. Some of you probably run out, but I tell you, God wants something to happen in our lives. He died for us. He bled for us. He rose for us. He gave us the best that he had in his life, his son. For God so loved the world that he gave his son for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jessica, why don't you just run up here a minute? Amen. Yes, yes. Amen. Come on. Just run on up here. Glory to God. She's running. Amen. Hallelujah. Why don't you tell them right quickly what you told Sister Peggy and I went tonight about love. Oh, about our church yeah. and what Layla said. Layla's six. She's usually here, but she's at her dad's house. And her dad was bringing her to church. It was the weekend after Elena came back from the hospital. And they had been trying to find a church, gone to a couple different ones. And Layla told her dad, she said, Daddy, I'm going to show you what a church looks like. <laughs> and he said, well, honey, we know what a church looks like. We've been to several. We, you know, I know what a church looks like. And he, she said, no, our church looks like love. <laughs> and so that just made my mama heart happy because it is true. Ever since we've come here, our church does look like love. And we are the church. We share the love. You know what attracted that child? With the love of God. Shed abroad in your poured in your heart by the power of the Holy Ghost. God so loved, so we so love the world the way He loved God. What greater testimony you can have? Didn't see the instruments, didn't see all those kind of things. They saw the love of God. That child to love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. Just the way God loves this world. God loves this world. Amen. Hallelujah. The book of Acts is the history of the early church. It lasted for 33 years, the history of the early church. Jesus promised, if thou canst believe, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to who? Who? Don't say God. It didn't say that. It says all things are possible to him that what? That believe it. If you can believe this morning, all things you can believe for is yours, blown to you, sealed and delivered, thrown at your doorstep if you can just believe God for it. That's what Jesus said. Brother Melvin, it's yours. Y'all get ready to see him run around that parking lot. He told me after prayer, and I went one way, and I come back. He said, I just went around this parking lot again. Amen. Speak to yourself, psalms and hymns. Speak to your body that's not right. Speak the living word of God in there. Has all power and all authority over your life. Speak what God says to speak and see what comes forth out of the things of God. We do not create power. We are the instrument that carries the power. Carries the power. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Acts 4.31 said they spake the word of God with boldness. We got to be bold as a lion. Not arrogant, but be bold. They received the word. Many of them heard the word. 3,000 added to the church one day. 
one day. Is anything too hard for God to save a few or save a many? And the next day, Brother Michael, they preached in the Word of God. Listen, the Word of God, what convicts, convinces, and draw people to God. If the Holy Ghost doesn't draw somebody, they're not going to come to God. I don't care. Brother Ken done a good job this morning. I don't care what you say, what you do, they're not going to come to God. But there's one thing they cannot resist. That is the power of God. And God said, I will save all flesh if you can only believe. If you can only believe, I will save all flesh. That's the living word of God. How many is with us this morning say, I believe. I believe that God comes to save all flesh. Praise God. On this earth. Hallelujah. Praise God. I hear a sound of rumbling. Amen. How many can hear a sound of rumbling? I hear the sound of a helicopter sitting out there bringing the worst cases in the world. Amen. There's a lady in Brazil. Her husband died. They picked to take her to the funeral. And she said, wait a minute. Turn around. Said, well, where do you want to go? Said, we're going to where Ron Hart Bunky is. Amen. Listen, you don't need to go where another nation is to get healed. You need to go to where Jesus is. You're the light. He's the light of the world, and your eye is the light. And if it stays on the Lord Jesus Christ, a miracle is going to come to your house. She said, what do you want us to do? Said, we're going to carry him there. Said, he's dead, but we're going to carry him there. And they got there, couldn't even get in the door. She said, carry him down into the basement. So they got him down in the basement. Said, now what? She said, lay him on that table there. When she laid, they laid him on that table, he jumped up from that table. Listen, I want you to know the power of God has the power to raise the dead. He has the power to change your life this morning. If we can just believe. The glory of God is in our lives, working in our lives day and night. Amen. Where are you is where your miracle is. It's where your miracle is. Don't leave home without the Word of God. How many of you ever heard of Clement Stone? He grew up during the Depression, became a multimillionaire. Multimillionaire. Never, he said, in my life did I go to bed at night without reading the Word of God. Then I would tell the Lord, now I'm ready to receive from you. God can speak to your spirit while you're sleeping. He's the awesomest God that's ever ill. Listen, the devil's afraid of him. Come on. Somebody ought to shout hallelujah. Only thing Jesus beat the devil with was the word in the wilderness. He just spoke the words quietly and softly. After three times, the devil got all he could take up and got up and left. Amen. Just a few words from your mouth anointed by the word of God. The devil's going to pick up his little things and leave you alone for a season. Some people ask me sometimes, when are we going to get rid of him? Let's pray we can get rid of him. Don't waste your time. You don't, you, you, you're not going to get rid of him. Amen. If you do, come tell me. I'd like to know how to get rid of him. I know how to run him off, but he'll come back. Hallelujah. Did one of the great revivals in South Africa, South, yep, America. A Catholic priest came to attend one of the meetings. He was stricken by what he seen and what he felt. This is what he said. In other words, he was shocked, said, I saw no altars. Said, I didn't see an altar nowhere in those meetings. I didn't see no candles of burning. He went on to say other things I didn't see, but said, what I felt changed my life. Ooh, hallelujah. What you can feel, the power of God in your life will change your life. 
It's not what you see in an altar. You don't see an altar. You don't see a candle. But you can see the presence of God. It changes your life. He was changed right there for in and ever. It's what the presence of God can do. It's not what he can do. It's what he will do. What he will do. Praise God. No failure with God. Joshua went down to Ai. And he got whooped. Right? He got whooped. Joshua 8, he said, Lord, why did you call us to come and take this land that you promised us? Forty years in the wilderness we traveled and we crossed the Jordan. You said the land is ours. The land is ours. And said, now we've lost men, got killed. Where is your promise? You promised the land. Are you all ready for this? Hallelujah. Come on up here, Brother Taylor. Hallelujah. I was wondering who was going to walk with me this morning when I got here this morning. And the Lord said, Joshua, I tell you what, let's do. Come on, let's walk. So let's go right back down there where you come from. I want you to know God wants to take you right before your failures was and tell you how strong he is. Hallelujah. He wants to show you what he can do in the midst of your failures and your shortcomings. He said, come on, Joshua. Let's go back down. But notice this. Then, then he said this. Let's do it my way this time. You can go back and come back again in a minute. Come on, church. It's time for us to do it God's way. Amen. It's time for us to walk in the pattern that God says to walk in and not in our feelings. Amen. When the anointing is there, there's going to be an agreement. If Peggy got her opinion, I got my opinion, we're not in agreement. I'm sorry, I'm going to preach to you this morning. Amen. 120 people, you say that's impossible. 120 people in one place, one mind, one accord, and the anointing. How many wants the anointing to come in your life? How many wants anointing to come in your family? Then we must come in agreement with the living word of God. God said, let's do it my way this time. How many is ready to do it God's way this time? For our pagan, our life, we got a very successful life, I think, don't we? But anyhow, I had to check and find out, you know, what I've got to check and find out. But if we, hallelujah. Most of the time, we're never in agreement and we want God to do something. But when we're in agreement with the head, he's the anointed one. Psalm 133, the awe flows right on down, right on down to the bottom of the garment because the agreement there brings the oil of flowing. One of the greatest things can happen in your life to be embarrassed in the public. Is that right? Some people have went into hibernation because they was embarrassed and can't get over with it. Come on, Joshua. Let's go back and do it my way this time. Let's do it my way this time. One of my superiors one time at work telling me something. I think it might have been that, but anyhow, and I said, I got no problem following orders. Don't have no problem with that. My mom and daddy taught me to follow orders. I went in the Navy at 17 when I said I do, and they told me what to do. I realized I'd done the wrong thing. 
but I done signed up for eight years with no getting out. Amen. I, I knew right then I, I done messed up. Amen. Because it was, and hallelujah. Brother Melvin been a, you done it their way or no way. I love cornbread. I love Cracker Barrel cornbread. One morning we got up and a little piece left, and I was eating it. And Peggy said, well, you're not eating cornbread for breakfast, are you? I said, yes, I am. I said, on Wednesday morning in the Navy, we had cornbread and little red beans. I can't get that out of my system. Eh? Cornbread and little red beans. Cornbread and little red beans. Listen, you eat what God gives you. The Bible said, eat what's set before you and don't ask what it is. Amen? A guy I worked with one time, he said during the Depression, said when you had weevils and peas, you had meat and peas together. All you had to do, just look, look, look forward and don't look at the meat. Just eat. Amen? Oh, glory to God, what I'm trying to tell you this morning. Do it God's way. Do it according to what the Word says, and we will see great and mighty success in our lives. Jesus got on the boat and said, Peter, let's go fishing. He said, I've fished all night. I'm tired and weary. Amen. How many ever getting tired and weary? I want to introduce you to the energizer. Amen. Jesus Christ will strengthen your mortal body. That's what it says. He said, we fished all night. I'm tired and I'm weary. Brother Ken was sharing about how he learned to fish with his dad or stepdad and all those nets and washing those nets. And that, that was a big job. I'll tell you that. I've seen Aunt Mildred Kirkland have to do that. A big job. He said, I'm tired and I'm weary. My bones are aching. said, I'm fished all night and I hadn't caught nothing. But Jesus said, Cast out into the deep. And he said, all right, I'll do it. Jesus is saying, do it my way this time. How many are ready to do it God's way? How many are ready to lay aside all your ifs and ands and ifs and buts and candies and nuts and said, this time, listen, don't grieve yourself when you failed. God says, come down. Come on, Brother Michael. Come on up here. He said, come on, we're going to go back. Come on, church. God's going to take you right back where you failed. He's going to take you right back where you failed and show you his glory where you have failed and what he can do and what he is doing. Amen. He's going to take you where your failure is. He's going to rise you up and show you a great and mighty cat that you ain't never seen before. Don't be embarrassed. Go back where he is. Do it God's way. Do it God's way. And there's a great harvest to coming. When we do it God's way, when we do it God's way, there's a harvest, there's a harvest, there's a mighty harvest. You gotta do it God's way. You gotta forget your embarrassment and say, I'm gonna do it God's way. I'm gonna do it God's way. Gonna do it God's way. Gonna do it God's way. Well, I've done it a thousand times and it ain't never worked. Did you do it God's way? It's always difficult to go back where you have failed. It's difficult to go back. Hallelujah. God, Alaska Elijah said, what are you doing in this cave? What are you doing? Come on, church. What are we doing in the cave? Come out of the cave and do it God's way. God carried him right back to the wilderness where he failed. And give him three things to do. Are you ready to do it God's way? Are you ready to sing the kind of songs and anticipate when the praise and worship team's up here? If we want to see the anointing flow, 
Do it God's way. Do it God's way. Hallelujah. Watch the anointing come. Watch it come. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Ooh. God and Elijah. Joshua went back down to Ai. Then he whooped, whooped the pants off them and whooped them down. But when you got God on your arm, you can quit fighting your own battle. He said, I'll fight your battle. Just stand back and watch me work. The problem is that we're having too much doing it our way because it's worked that way before. When it done this way before, God hardly ever done the same thing the same time. He does it different to do it his way. To do it his way. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Going to do it his way. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I don't know about nobody else when they was raised. My parents raised six kids, five children raised one that, that wasn't ours. But if she said no, you didn't go ask daddy. Huh? No, you didn't do that. Because I knew what daddy was going to say. No. You got to learn to do it God's way. You got to learn to kill the flesh and do it God's way. A lot of things being done. Oh, I don't know what time I started preaching. How many is looking for a hundredfold? Some people just getting a thirtyfold. Just getting a thirtyfold because they're not doing it God's way. But once you start doing this, God, will you will increase, praise God. Hallelujah. I got something here I'm going to offer somebody this morning. Just a minute. I got $40 here. The Lord told me to do this yesterday. I got $40. The first person to come up on this stage, I'm going to give him his $40. Huh? Oh, look here, look here, look here. Look here, look here. Oh, look here. I believe, that. I believe, that. Hey, I believe he was first, son. But I'll have to make it up to you later, okay? Oh, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God told me, he said, if nothing's going to come in your life until you learn to release what's in your hand. You're going to have to release what's in your hand. Back in the biblical times, they took the seed out of a sack and just sowed it and threw it out there and made a harvest. You're not going to get anything from God. He told me until you start releasing it from yourself, and then I will show you what I can do. you got to release something out of your life. Glory to God. I want my 40 back. No, I'm just kidding you. I didn't give him no $40, Brother James. I didn't give you no $40. I planted a seed for a harvest. I may not never get the $40 back, but I'm going to get a blessing from God from heaven. He'll bless me in everything I touch and everything I do. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Jesus insisted for Peter to go back where he failed. He insisted. I'm going to try to quit. Brother Michael, are you, are you give out? You give out? 
He, he, he ain't give out. He what? He what? This, this is Jackie Robinson. Who ever heard of Jackie Robinson? I'm not no sports fan, but I do read things sometimes. Jackie Robinson was the first black man or African-American to break into the major baseball, the very first one. When he went out on the field, everybody in the stadium stood up and booed him. Booed, 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 booed. Just, just booed. And a man named Pee Wee Reeves. Don't run off, Jackie. Oh, man, don't run off. Pee Reeves, come out of the dug, dugout. Jackie, come back here, Jackie. Come back here, Jackie. He walked out there and stood beside Jackie and put his arms around Jackie, just stood there. Church, sometimes all you got to do is just obey the voice of God and just stand there and see the salvation of God at work. All of a sudden, the, they, they quieted down and didn't say anything. Just stood, just stood there quieted. And just a little bit, they started clapping their hand and saying, Jackie, 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 God has been pressed that on me this week. Won't you come out of your place and put your arms around somebody that's failed in the public and feel defeated and discouraged? And Jackie Robinson said, that place right there saved my career. Listen, church, we have the power and authority in our lives. Put our arms around people and let them know that God cared for them. We are the hand of God. We are the distributors of God. We can help people, God, if we just put it. Sometimes you don't have to say anything, just the very presence of God. <clears throat> Back in the 60s, at the crossing at Atlanta National Bank, a guy that we worked with, his wife got hit by a train at lunch. Took her life. With no arms back then. We all went over to see him. And this guy sat beside him on the couch and said, I don't know what to say. He said, I don't want to hear a word you got to say. I'm not in a, I'm not in a position to hear anything. Just sit here. Sometimes they're not in a position to hear anything. Just you sitting there. Just your presence, letting him know that you care. Praise God. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you. Thank you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Don't leave the Word. Stay in the Word. This guy's name was Scott Norwood, 19... 65, he was a pro kicker for the Chicago Bears. Hardly ever missed knocking that ball through the uprising. All pro. The game, I had just a few seconds left. They called him in to kick it. They knew for sure the Bears had that one. The pro come out, placed the ball. He lined it up. Boom! It went to the left. Devastated him. Flew back home. They threw a big... 25 to 30,000 people gathered together for the Bears. He stayed behind. How I many you know that God can lose us when we're small in our own eyes? Saul was hid among the stuff. 
and the speaker started speaking, the crowd started yelling, Scotty, Scotty, Scotty. They couldn't find him. He's way back behind. He's so devastated, so devastated because he missed. Some of the players went back and got him, brought him out front. They's hollering, Scotty. They had to sort of shut the speaker down. And what they were saying, Scotty, you steal as much as us, even though you missed, if you'd have hit it. Hallelujah. It changed his whole attitude. How I many know time we, we can go to somebody that's missed, missed, that missed, and let them know they're just as important, even though they missed? Hallelujah. God bless you this morning. Something great is not about to happen in. It's happening. Amen. Praise God. Well, I'm going to quit. And God bless you. They're coming. The atmosphere is charged with the power of the Holy Ghost. It's charged. Our gospel is not a dead gospel. It's a gospel that's alive. There's a lot of resurrection power of this great gospel that we preach. The glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. I'm awesome struck by just placing the ark in Obed-Eden's house. And for three months, his house was blessed tremendously because the presence of God was there. Everything in his house was tremendously blessed. So everything in your house be tremendously blessed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.